praise for his goodness amen to his people Matthew chapter 7 beginning with verse number 15 the word of the Lord says beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravening wolves you shall know them by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire wherefore by their fruits you shall know them I want to concentrate our attention on the very first verse that we read verse 15 beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly inwardly they are ravening wolves and I want to speak to you today on the subject wolves in sheep's clothing wolves in sheep's clothing could we just lift up our voices unto the Lord and ask God to help us to hear his word to receive it in our hearts Lord I thank you for this gathering of your people and I pray in Jesus name that you will bless and you will strengthen and encourage I pray today in Jesus name that as your word goes forth, we will receive it in our hearts, in our minds, in our life. Let us apply it to the way we live and the way we treat one another. Help us to love you, to love our neighbor. Help us to love truth, God. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. And amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. Matthew chapter 24 contains a good number of prophetic statements concerning tumult uh, that was to come. And this tumult involved, it involved earthquakes in diverse places, uh, nation rising against nation. It involved kingdom rising against kingdom. It included distress of nations, many things that were foretold that were to come upon the earth. And one of the things right in the middle of all of these great calamities of a natural phenomena and regarding even political phenomena, right in the middle of it was the foretelling that false Christs would arise false Christs many would come saying I am Christ many would step up into that lofty role of that message of I have the truth I am Christ and so Jesus warned he said look there's coming a day when all of these calamities will come there's coming a day when all of these wars will develop where there will be the love of many that waxes cold where men's hearts will fail them for fear and 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 then he said then there's going to be this other this other phenomena of people rising up saying I am Christ they'll be popping up everywhere I am Christ here I am Christ there and so he said I want you to be aware of it now so that when it happens it doesn't fool you because there is a great deception involved 
when people begin to say, I am Christ or I have his word, if they say they have his word and convince you that they have his word and then don't have his word, you are going to be led astray. This isn't just innocent ignorance. This is deliberate strategy of your adversary, the enemy of your soul, to lead you astray and to deceive you. And so uh, Jesus spoke of it, and he wasn't the only one who spoke of it. I want to take you to the writings of of John. John, in his first epistle, chapter 2, in verse 18, he said this. He said, little children, that's who we are. You know that's who we are. I know you think you're all big and bad, but he said, little children. Listen, to serve God, you have to remain in that place. Regardless of how long we serve him, we have to remain in that humble posture. We are not just his children. Oh, we like to talk about we're the sons of God, but we are his little children. Let him teach you. Let him speak to you as such. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 18, little children, it is the last time. And as you have heard that an antichrist shall come, even now, even now are there many antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. There are many antichrists. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1 said this, beloved, that's also who you are, beloved. You are loved of God. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Don't just, don't just believe everything that, that you hear. Try the spirits, whether they are of God. Why? Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof you have heard that it should come and even now already is it in the world. In his second epistle, the seventh verse of the only chapter of his second epistle, this is what he said. Many deceivers are entered into the world. Many deceivers who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver. And this is an antichrist. Let me take you to the words of the Apostle Peter. The Apostle Peter spoke so powerfully in his Second epistle concerning the prophecy that came in old time. He explained to us that prophecy is not of a private interpretation. Verse number 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Second Peter chapter 1. Whereunto you do well that you take heed to this more sure word of prophecy. As unto a light that shineth in a dark place. That's how you and I are supposed to take this sure word of prophecy. As unto a light that shineth in a dark place. How long? Until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Hallelujah. That's eternal life is what that is. 
Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. That's an important statement. The prophecy did not come by the will of man. The will of man is a very deceitful thing. And the will of man is a stronghold. The will of man has prevented him from walking into the blessing of the Lord so many times. The will of man has caused so much chaos, so much confusion, has caused so much trouble. Your own will has caused you to fall into so much trouble. But, but the Bible said the difference between the prophecy of this scripture and every other word you've heard from anyone else is that this prophecy did not come by the will of man. This was not thought up in some smoke-filled room. This was not developed in some type of a give-and-take collaboration. But this was of holy men of God that spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Now that is many times where we stop reading, but we want to continue reading into the second chapter. Verse 1 said, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies. Ladies and gentlemen, you want nothing to do with a damnable heresy. What he is saying is there are false teachings that can bring damnation to your soul. And they come from false teachers. And they come from false prophets. They are heresies. They are damnable. In other words, they are able to damn you. And they are heretical. And they are from false teachers who privately bring in these heresies. Denying the Lord that bought them. And bring upon themselves swift destruction. Many shall follow their pernicious ways. Many shall follow their pernicious ways. So don't think this is going to be something that will only fool a person here or a person there. No, many shall follow their pernicious ways. Many are going to be deceived. Many are going to hear the her heresy of damnation and believe it. Because it, it, it tickles their ears and, and they, they scratch at the itching that they feel in their ears. And this, this teaching is a soothing. The Bible, the Old Testament referred to soothsayers. It's a soothing of what troubles you and what bothers you. And, and, and God didn't come to bring a soothsaying to you. He came to give you the truth. Now I know we don't like to hear the truth. But it is the truth and only the truth that will make you free. All of this other falseness and heretical teaching will not make you free. It will introduce to you a new bondage. It will introduce to you a new chain. And you will come from one chain into another chain. Because, because this is the way that the enemy works through false prophets, false teachers. And notice what the Bible said. By reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Did you hear what he said? By reason of those who teach these damnable heresies and those who follow their pernicious ways, the truth shall be evil spoken of. Because so many have distorted the truth, 
the truth doesn't get a fair shake, if you please. So many people criticize the way of God because of charlatans, because of false prophets, because of false teachers who have introduced damnable heresies. And, and they look back and say, I'll never be a part of that. I'll never follow that. It has been misrepresented by the clever strategies of the unclean spirit that spoke through false prophets and false teachers. Beware of false prophets. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, they through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you through covetousness because they want something they don't have. They want something that someone else has because they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Then they will literally create a doctrine that will somehow make merchandise of you. They will develop some kind of a false teaching with feigned words, deceitful words, deceitful doctrines that will stoke you in places that, that are deep to you. And it will bring from you your worst fears and it will bring from you your, your, worst, your worst habits. And it will soothe you and it will make you uh, deceived and, and now... They through covetousness have made merchandise of you. And you end up feeding a cause that is not of God. And this has become even more uh, challenging to people in 2020. Because going to church has been a different dynamic than what it used to be. And God forbid you fall into the snare that the devil has laid for so many people in this year. And the Lord has laid it on my heart to preach to you about false prophets. And about those who come in the name of Christ but are not of Christ. And I want to tell you this because Jesus took it a step further. When he talked about being wary of false prophets, he said you have to be so careful of them because not only do they introduce damnable heresies, and not only are they false prophets, and not only are they false teachers, and not only do they deceive many with their pernicious ways, and not, not only do they cause the truth to be evil spoken of, but they do it all in sheep's clothing. He said they are dress like sheep they look like sheep they sound like sheep they have the sheep lingo down pat they know how to talk like the lamb they know how to sound like the lamb they know how to look like the lamb they know how to present themselves like the lamb and they can deceive so many because inwardly they are not the lamb inwardly they don't carry the message of the lamb Inwardly, they don't live the life of the Lamb. Inwardly, inside. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that's where it really matters. Is what's going on on the inside. And yes, it will show up on the outside. But it doesn't matter what's on the outside if the inside is not pure and holy. Hear what I'm telling you. Inwardly, they are ravening wolves. That's what Jesus said. He said they come in sheep's clothing. And our world is filled with experts on Jesus. Filled with experts on, on the Bible. Filled with people who can tell you, uh, perhaps quote better than you, certain scriptures. And, and they can be so well studied that you feel intimidated even to talk to them. Let me explain something to you. There's no intimidation in the kingdom of God. 
There's no intimidation in the kingdom of God. Let me tell you, there is no pride we can assume for having studied the word of the Lord. What a gracious gift this is to us. How dare any of us develop some kind of arrogant behavior because we can quote some scriptures here and quote some scriptures there. It is the gift of God that he has put the word of God in our heart. And if you run into somebody who tries to make you feel like you have no access into his presence without them, that's a false prophet. Do you hear what I'm telling you? We have one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. He said they wear sheep's clothing. You've got to be careful because they can, they can put on that sheep's clothing and blend right in. They can praise like sheep praise. They can talk like sheep talk. They can walk like sheep walk. They can assume the identity of the sheepfold. They can develop a closeness and a proximity to the sheepfold. But underneath all that wool and underneath all of that tapestry and underneath all of those facades, there is a ravening wolf inside of that sheep's clothing. And there's going to come a time when there is a shearing that occurs. There's going to come a season of life when the shearing happens. And when the shearing happens, you will know whether they are of the sheepfold or if they are a ravening wolf. Don't be taken in by false prophets and false teachers. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about a young man. And this young man <clears throat> was led by the Lord to go to Bethel. And he was to speak to the king concerning the idolatry that was being practiced. He was equipped with a word from the Lord. God had called him and anointed him for this specific purpose. He was on the right path. The instructions that came from God were specific. Go to Bethel and minister, speak my word. I will speak through you, you declare my word. And come back, but don't stop anywhere. Don't go to anybody's house. Don't take time to sit in their living room you go you come back the instructions didn't make any sense but they were specific sometimes the word of the Lord doesn't make sense to our flesh but it is specific let the word of God lead you down the path that is of righteousness let the word of God lead you down the path that is of holiness down the path that is of obedience to the word of God this young prophet went his way. He preached the word of the Lord. He declared what God had put in his heart. And he turned around to come back as the Lord had instructed him. But when he did, he ran into an old prophet. And the old prophet was so eager to talk to him that he left his judgment. And he spoke to him saying that the Lord has told me that you are to come to my house. The young prophet said, I... The Lord told me not to go anywhere but to the, to the place of Bethel and preach and go home. And, and that's all I'm going to do, what the Lord told me to do. But the old prophet was covetous. The old prophet was envious. The old prophet had selfish motive in mind. And he said, the Lord has told me. And he was lying. He lied to the young prophet. When the young prophet went with him based on having heard from the Lord, he stepped off the path that God had laid for him. There are far too many people who are easily deceived by false prophets. 
false teachers, heretical teachings. In the name of Jesus, let it not be so named among the saints. Let it not be named among the saints that we are tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Let it not be named among the saints that somebody can come with flowery words or a doctrine that appeals to our basest desire. And we say, because this sounds good. Yes, the man wanted to get off the road. Yes, the man wanted to go lay down for a little while. Yes, the man wanted to go sit in a place of shelter for a little while. Yes, he wanted to come away from the inconvenience of the path he was on. But the old prophet lied to him and led him astray. The young man lost his life because of that disobedience. It was a damnable heresy. It was something that brought to him damnation and I want you to know that's the plan that the enemy has for people today he sends wolves but he sends them in sheep's clothing he sends them covered with all the tapestry that looks and sounds like the lamb but Jesus said by their fruits you shall know them watch for the fruit watch for the fruit because a good tree cannot produce evil fruit and an evil tree cannot produce good fruit, but a good tree will produce good fruit, and a corrupt tree will produce evil fruit. Know them by their fruits. Now, we have to understand what is the fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, do you see the fruit in this ministry? Is there love? Is there joy? Is there peace? Is there gentleness? Is there goodness? Is there long-suffering? Is there meekness? Is there temperance? Is there faith? Look for the fruit, hallelujah, to accompany the word. It's one thing to speak the word, but the devil can speak the word. The devil can quote scripture as he did when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. But Jesus was anchored in the word he understood the letter of the word he understood the spirit of the word and he stood upon the word of God and said it is written the devil will try to take God's word and twist it so he can deceive you so he can rob you of the blessing we just sang about this blessing of God is for you this blessing of God is for your family this blessing of God is for your children and their children don't be so short-sighted that you only look to the indulgent lusts of your flesh don't be so short-sighted that you only look to live for how you feel and what will make you feel good but understand God sees the big picture of your life and he's going to bless you now and he's going to bless you then and he's going to bless your children and your grandchildren hallelujah yes it's a narrow way but it leads to life everlasting oh friend it's a broad way, and many there are that find it. Many there are that walk it. Yes, and you'll see a lot of people you know on it. You'll see a lot of people that you idolize. If you idolize them, that's a problem. We don't need to idolize nothing 
That's idolatry. But on that broad path, you'll see people, people that you respect, people that you idolize, people that you covet, people that you envy, people that you want to be like, people that have stuff you want. They're all on the broad way. You've got to be on the narrow way. Sometimes you'll, this path gets so narrow, you sometimes will be on it by yourself. There's some twists and turns of this path. You won't see nobody but you because it's so narrow narrow you're between a rock and a hard place trying to get where you're going sometimes there'll be nobody on that path but you walk it walk it trust it believe it hear ye the word of the Lord and believe his word oh hallelujah false prophets are skilled false teachers are skilled at knowing what soothes you they know what pushes your buttons and they will gladly help you to what you want because if they can get you to what you want in your flesh then it will feed what they want in their flesh and through covetousness they with feigned words hallelujah with feigned words they lead many into destruction and this is what Jesus warned about notice what Jesus said in John Chapter 10, when he talked about being the good shepherd and being the door to the sheepfold. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth in, not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Hear what I'm telling you. Don't you let just anybody call you out. You need to let the Lord of glory, the shepherd of the sheep, the shepherd of our souls, the, the bishop and chief shepherd of our souls, let him call you out. When he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow them, for they know his voice. A stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the the voice of strangers. The question becomes, am I a sheep of his pasture? Do I, do I exhibit the characteristics of the lamb? This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they didn't understand what he was talking about. They didn't have a clue. He said to them, okay, all right, all right, I'm going to break it down. Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. That... That's a tough scripture. All, all, everybody that ever came before Jesus, they are thieves and they are robbers. I'm going to tell you, the only thing that gives the message I'm preaching to you integrity is that it is rooted in Jesus Christ. The moment I deviate from that, I'm a thief and a robber. Joel Urshan is not who people should follow. No, if you follow me, follow me as I follow Christ. If I stop following Christ, stop following me. You hear what I'm telling you? That's what Paul said. Paul didn't say, I got it, I got it, you follow me. No, no, he said, the only thing that justifies people following me is if I'm following Christ. Hallelujah. I'm a thief and a robber if I'm not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm a thief and a robber if I'm adding to his word. I'm a thief and a robber if I'm subtracting from his word. I'm a thief and a robber if I'm trying to impose my 
my perspective and my biases and all of my preferences and all of my conjecture. I'm a thief and a robber. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. Hallelujah. Notice what he said. He said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and shall find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal. Hallelujah. False prophets steal. False prophets steal. They'll steal anything. False teachers will steal. They'll steal money. They'll steal loyalty. They'll steal Joy, thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come for a very different reason. I am come that you might have life. Hallelujah. And that you might have it more abundantly. Lord, I want to be a sheep of your pasture. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You don't want a shepherd that won't lead you in the paths of righteousness. That's not the Lord that is your shepherd. You're being led by a wolf in sheep's clothing if they're not leading you in the paths of righteousness. If they're not leading you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Hallelujah. I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth. The sheep, the hiring, fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. Hallelujah. When David was watching his father's flock and the lion and the bear came in to the sheepfold, he fought the lion and the bear. And I want you to know he didn't have to because that lion and the bear, they weren't after him. They were after the sheep. David could have walked away and been fine and told his dad, hey, I got bad news. A lion broke loose among the sheep, and they're gone. But, but that's not what he said. And you know why? Because he cared for the sheep. And so he fought not for his life, but for their life. You want to know why you need to practice integrity? Because the enemy wants to destroy the sheep that are in your sheepfold. The people that are near you and lean on you and depend on you. The enemy is after them. You've got to fight battles victoriously in Jesus Christ for the sake of the sheep in your sheepfold. Hallelujah. Keep on fighting and you'll see the victory. Keep on fighting and you'll see the victory. Don't be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Don't be something different than what you profess to be. It's easy to put on this sheep's clothing. I'm able to put on my Sunday go-to-meeting clothes and walk into the house of God and, and make everybody around me feel like I'm a sheep, like I'm, like I'm a follower of God, like I care about the word of the Lord. But, but inwardly, what's going on? What's going on inside, ladies and gentlemen, is what matters. Because Jesus said, these false prophets I'm warning you about, they look like sheep, but inside. 
inside. Inside what? Inside their heart. Inside their mind. Inside their home. Inside their motive. Inside their agenda. Inwardly, they are ravening wolves. Hallelujah. I remember in Anchorage, Alaska, we were, I was being taken to the airport. It was the summer solstice. So there was never a moment where the sun wasn't shining. It was day, all 24 hours when I was there. They were driving me from Sterling, or, or they were driving me from Sterling to Anchorage, and it was about a three and a half hour drive. And we were winding through the beautiful mountains of, of Alaska on the way to the airport. And as we were headed down this road, I, I, I looked to my right and saw on the side of the road this one of the most majestic looking animals I'd ever seen. He was so tall, and his legs were, were strong, and his paws were, were, were thick. It was a timber wolf. Uh, it was a, a majestic tim timber wolf. And I, and I thought, my, that is a fascinating sight to see. And he just stood there stately along the side of the road. And, you know, you're tempted to go out and, and pet it, but don't. Don't, don't pet it. There's a fallen nature associated with that beast. There's a fallen. Do you know that the beasts of the Bible were not predators before the fall? Before the fall, they ate the grass of the field. It wasn't just cows and horses that ate the grass of the field. It was lions and bears and tigers, oh my. They all ate the grass of the field. It wasn't until the fallen nature came that they acted in a predatory way. Let me tell you what happens to wolves in sheep's clothing. They're able to put on a humble facade, but inside there is this fallen nature that rages. It's a predatory nature and their doctrines are filled with their predatory prejudices inside they will listen you've got to you've got to listen to the words and the fruit of their lips if the fruit of their lips is not the fruit of the spirit you need to run away you need to turn it off you need to stop listening when you when you hear that sarcastic that 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 snarl of 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 hate that comes through they'll, they'll act like a lamb all the way through the message and 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 they'll be quoting in scripture and then all of a sudden there'll be a, a hateful snarl. That's the wolf baring its teeth and you better pay attention. Don't ignore those red flags. I, I heard I heard the hate. I heard the malice. I heard the bitterness. I, I heard the resentment. I, I've heard, I've seen people quote scriptures and tell people through the scriptures that they are victims. That they are victims and they'll perpetuate victimhood. Let me tell you, it's a false prophet that tries to use the scriptures to perpetuate victimhood upon anybody. Understand what I'm telling you. That is contrary to the word of God. We are not victims. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And don't let anybody anywhere, no false prophet, no false teacher tell you that you are a victim. That may be who you were in the flesh, but that's not who you are in the Holy Ghost. That's not who you are in Jesus. He has made me free. I said he has made me free. I am not a victim. I am a victor. I walk in authority. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And no false prophet is going to prevent me from stepping into the confidence of God. Hallelujah. 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 The shearing is coming. The shearing is coming. There will be a season of shearing. There will be a season of turmoil and tumult. 
And when the shearing occurs and the facade is taken down, you will know whether it was a lamb or a wolf. But, but by then it's too late. When Jesus' moment of shearing came, the Bible said in his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And when they took that wool of his judgment, you know what that means, his judgment was taken away? That means his ability to choose for himself was removed. His judgment was taken away. You don't get to choose for yourself. This is what we're going to do. We're going to beat you with a whip. We're going to nail you to a cross. We're going we're to wound you and bruise you and chastise you. In his humiliation, his ability to choose was taken away. But when it was removed, he was still a lamb. Hallelujah. They, they, they removed his dignity. They stripped him of his robe. Oh, I know he was a lamb while, while he was saying, Suffer the little children to come unto me. Oh, I know he was a lamb when he said, Turn the other cheek when they smite you. I know he was a lamb when he said, When they take your coat, give them your cloak also. Oh, I know he was a lamb then, but, but what's going to happen when the shearing comes? What kind of fruit is he going to manifest when they start tearing at him and, and, and beating him and driving stakes into his hands? What kind of a, what kind of a reaction is it? going to, to provoke and, and, and no matter they stripped him of his dignity he was still a lamb they stripped him of his humanity he was still a lamb they stripped him of his honor he was still a lamb they stripped him of his family he was still a lamb they stripped him of everything he had stripped his robe and cast lots for it and he never stopped being a lamb there was never a snarl there was never a growl there was never a snap there was never a bite there was never a puncture. He could have called legions of angels, but he was not a wolf in sheep's clothing. He was actually the Lamb of God. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't you listen to these wolves in sheep's clothing that tell you it's all right to keep sinning. And you can just act like you're saved. Those who preach a false grace that says it doesn't matter what you do, grace covers everything. That is grace being turned unto lasciviousness. And the Bible warns about it. It's a tactic of the false prophet. Because the false prophet knows you want to keep sinning in your flesh. So I'm going to tell him that you can keep on sinning. And his grace will cover it all. Everything you want to do, every place you want to go, everybody you want to be with, whatever, whenever, however, why ever. And grace will cover Cover it all. It's a false grace. And that's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Hallelujah. Hear his voice. And when you hear his voice, his voice will lead you out. Whew. And you will go in and out and find pasture. He is the good shepherd that giveth his life for the sheep. Glory. Somebody lift your hands unto him. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you today, don't follow false prophets. And my counter, my, my, my solution is not follow me. It's follow Jesus. I'm not trying to point you to me. I'm trying to point you to him. Follow him. He will lead you to the way of everlasting life. He will lead your children to the way of everlasting life. Hallelujah. I remember, I remember a young man in our church in Indiana 
My father was his pastor. He had gotten mixed up with some strange teaching. A teaching that was beginning to lead him astray. A teaching that made him feel like he was much more spiritual than everybody around him. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tactic of the false teacher and false prophet to, to try to feign spiritual superiority. And, and he began to go down this path and started out very innocent and very sincere. But then he went down this path that he caused, caused him to develop a holier-than-thou attitude. And, and he was more spiritual now than all of his mentors, more spiritual than his pastor, more spiritual than everybody. And one night, he had a dream. And in this dream, he was on a ladder. He was stepping up this ladder. And he saw above the ladder a light. He was climbing to that big, bright light. And all of a sudden, he heard a voice call to him. And when the voice called to him, he looked down, and it was his pastor, my father. And my father was saying, come, come. You need to come. And he looked down at, at my father's feet, and in the dream, he noticed that his feet were planted squarely on the ground. They were planted squarely on the ground. And in his mind and in his dream, it was noted to him that he had a proper foundation. He came down from the ladder. When he woke up, he went to the Lord and he began to repent because he realized he had been led into something that was a strange teaching. I feel it in the Holy Ghost today. To say 2020, people have been vulnerable. People have been internet surfing, looking up all kinds of different teaching teachers. And you've got to be careful, ladies and gentlemen. Beware of false prophets. Beware of false teachers. They wear sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Inwardly, inwardly. What makes them a ravening wolf inwardly when our fallen nature is what rages? When it's our fallen selfishness, when it's our fallen pride, when it's our fallen covetousness, when it's our fallen envy that rages inwardly, we are ravening wolves. The only solution is to follow the Lamb of God who is worthy to open the books and loose the seals thereof. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. I wonder if somebody can lift your hands all across this house right now and say, Lord, let me be a sheep of your pasture. Let me follow in your footsteps. Oh God, Lamb of God, be the leader of my life. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, deliver me from deceivers. Deliver me from the spirit of Antichrist that permeates this world. Deliver me from false prophets and damnable heresies. Let me walk in the way of salvation. Let me walk in the way of truth. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet all across this house and lift up our voice unto the Lord. Come on, lift up your voice unto the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can you just worship Jesus for a moment? Just worship Jesus with all of your heart, with all of your soul. Hallelujah. With everything you have inside of you, just worship Jesus. I, I praise you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I want nothing but you, Lord. Nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, 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 
So many winds of doctrine are blowing right now. And if you're not careful, they'll toss you to and fro. Stand upon the rock that is Christ Jesus. Don't let anybody make you bitter to the truth. Don't let anybody make you resent the word of God. Don't let anybody get a hold of your pure heart and twist it away from following after Jesus Christ. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I was a PK. I was brought up a PK, a preacher's kid. I, 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 saw, I saw it all in the church, and I saw my parents suffer, and I saw them go through trials. I saw them go through tribulation. I saw them be betrayed. I saw them wounded. I saw it all. I saw bad things happen to good people, and, 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 and my parents had one constant refrain. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. People will fall. People will come. People will go. People will make mistakes. We all will. We all do. But keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I feel like there's somebody in this house this morning. Some folks here because the Lord laid it upon my heart. I feel like your eyes have twisted, have, have, have deviated from the Lord. And it's time to get your eyes back squarely upon Jesus Christ. And Him crucified. Jesus Christ and His love. Jesus Christ and His goodness. Jesus Christ and His grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No false prophet can bring you down. Hallelujah. When your eyes are on Jesus, no false teaching can bring you down. When your eyes are on Jesus, hallelujah, no heresy can get in your heart. When your eyes are on Jesus, keep your eyes upon the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands unto him. These altars are open for someone to come right now, for someone to make their way to the house of God again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. That's it. Somebody needs to run down to this altar and let the Lord minister to you. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to sing unto the Lord right now. And as we sing, I want, I want folks to come on down. The Holy Ghost is in this house. That's it. That's it. That's it. If you're more comfortable in your seat, I understand. But if you're comfortable to come down, come on down in the name of Jesus. And let the Lord minister to you right now. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> let the Lord love you right now. He understands. He understands. He understands. He understands. He knows. He Judah, the conquered the grave. He is David's ruler. 
That's it. The Holy Ghost is doing something beautiful in this house. The Holy Ghost is doing something beautiful in this house. Hallelujah. Let him do the work. Let him do the work. Let him do the work. Let him do the work in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That's it. Open up your heart unto him. Open up your heart unto him. The Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. <laughs> Yes, Lord. Woo. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's a man that was slain. <laughs> yes, Lord. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come 
that's it. Just lift up your hearts unto him. Lift up your hearts unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. Let your faith come into agreement with what the Lord is doing in your heart right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lean not on your own strength, but trust in the Lord with all your heart. Hallelujah. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him. Acknowledge His love. Acknowledge His goodness. Acknowledge His grace. Acknowledge the truth of who He is. Hallelujah. He shall direct your paths. I trust in you, Lord. I trust in you, Lord. I trust in you, Lord. Hallelujah. I trust in you, Lord. I trust in you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are good, Lord. You are good, Lord. You are good, Lord. You are good, Lord. Hallelujah. You are good, Lord. You are good, Lord. You are good, Lord. I praise you, O God. I praise you, O God. Thank you, Jesus. At the feet of Jesus. The fragrance of His mercy and love at the feet of Jesus, we cry holy. 